translucent fabric for him to see her bra covered a little too much for his taste but he could remedy that easily enough and then there'd be nothing to stop him from closing his mouth on those tight nipples of hers he bet that would warm her right up he could almost feel them stabbing his tongue a distinct hissing caught his attention seconds before a cold stream of water smacked him in the side of the face He tightened his grip, while her discontent edged into amusement territory. Hold this here, he asked, focusing for the first time on her eyes. They were a deep, velvety brown that matched her hair. Or the top half, anyway. The strands lightened on the way down to nearly blonde tips that fell in damp waves and rested midway down her back. I need to cut off the valve, she nodded and placed her hand over his, at which point he noticed a towel in the sink. I tried, she said. Her voice wavered, hinting the waterworks might not be over. It's fine, he said. She managed a small, unconvincing smile. Close enough. With some regret, he reclaimed his hand, then closed his fingers over hers to make sure her grip was secure. Then he dropped to his knees and reached in the cabinet to find the shutoff valve. The whole underside of her sink was soaked, which probably explained his wet ceiling a lot better than the geyser did. Um, did you know you had a leak down here? Yes, she said, her voice still a bit wobbly. Maintenance came today and fixed it. He crawled from under the sink and stood. Clearly. He paused and looked over his shoulder toward the stove. Is something burning? Oh no, she jerked toward the stove, but apparently high heels weren't much for traction on wet tile because her forward momentum consisted entirely of pitching into his arms. He caught her just as a light knock sounded against the open door. Kill. The man in the doorway stopped short when his gaze rested on Sawyer his grip on a bouquet of flowers visibly tightened. Brian! The woman threw herself away from Sawyer so quickly she nearly fell again. He offered a steadying hand and she immediately shook him off. I guess you weren't expecting me. Her friend Brian paused to look at his watch, probably one of those new Apple douchebag detectors. Five minutes early... It's not what it looks like, she shot a pleading look Sawyer's way. He's helping me with a plumbing emergency. Sawyer shrugged, feeling a bit territorial for no good reason. Sorry, man, he said, without an ounce of sincerity. It's not my fault she's wet, nor is it my fault she's burning whatever. They're peas, she pushed past Sawyer and moved the pot off the burner while her friend Brian gave him such a thorough once-over that he began to question which team the dude pitched for. But then again, Sawyer wasn't wearing a shirt to hide his six-pack, while not even the loose suit jacket the other guy wore could hide the kegger situation he had going on. Kel, or whatever her name was, turned away from the stove just in time to see old Brian throw down his flowers and hit the bricks. Her crushed expression killed Sawyer's grin. She took one step toward the door and her heels slipped. Before he could reach for her, she grabbed the back of a chair, steadying herself. 
In dramatic, arm-flinging, footwear-flying fashion, she yanked off her shoes and threw them well away from the puddle that encompassed most of her floor, then stomped over and kicked the flowers out of the way before she slammed the door, shutting him inside with her. He'd been inside more women's apartments than he could count, but all of the yelling had always been sex-related. He wasn't sure what to make of this. Or of her. He knew his way around a wet woman. But not an angry one. And clothing had rarely been a factor. Whereas this one seemed to want to hide herself under as much fabric as possible. Realizing something still smelled hot, Sawyer looked to the stove. She'd left the vacant burner on. He surreptitiously turned the knob and half-wished he'd made it out the door before the fireworks started. I'm sorry.